What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. I'm your host, Ted Faton. I appreciate your time today, this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you might be listening to this podcast. Just thank you for giving me your ears for just a few moments. Today's episode, it's it's one that's been a long time coming. If this is your first time listening, we like to talk about stories. We say no rain, no rainbows. Everybody has goals and they want to live a fulfilled life. In order to live a fulfilled life, you're going to have to go through some pain and some hard times. We call that the storm. Somebody who knows a lot about storms. Finally joining us, Tyler Harris, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tyler, man, so sorry it took so long to get you. Hey, no worries. Hey, you're the meteorologist former. <laughs> yeah. You say the guy knows a lot about storms. <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Well, in, in, in this aspect of the podcast, <laughs> yes, uh, the absolutely. storms that we're going to be talking about, I think um, from from everyone that follows me on social media, mm-hmm. anyone that follows you, they know a lot of what you're doing right now. Anybody that might be listening who hasn't been introduced to Tyler Harris yet. Sure. Why not give them a quick rundown? Yeah. So, um, you know, the best place to pick up and by the way, thank you for having me on. It's awesome to be here and glad, uh, to meet everybody probably for the first time that are listening in. Um, my story is probably best picked up, uh, at about four and a half years ago. Uh, I found myself in an extremely low point. I had gone through a, a failed marriage, a failed business and was pretty much at rock bottom. And that's where I feel like looking back that my story really starts. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I had to get to that point to really begin my life. Um, but it came to the point of this, you know, cliche aha moment, this taking ownership moment, this, uh, moment of finally taking personal responsibility for all the things that happened in my life mm-hmm. and understanding that I was exactly where I was supposed to be based on the decisions that I made and that it was all my fault and taking ownership of that and quit, quit um, pointing the fingers at other people and pointing it back at myself and realizing that, Hey, I got myself into this situation and the encouragement of the fact that I could get myself out of it. Uh, but understanding that the only way to get myself out of it was to work myself out of it. Um, so at that point, some mentors had come into my life, um, started breathing life back into me. I was really broken. My confidence was at an all time low and they saw in me, quite frankly, more than I saw in myself at the time. Um, still just incredibly grateful and blown away by their ability to, uh, see, uh, what was inside me when I wasn't really showing it. Um, but they began to really pour into me the, this idea of self-development and about, you know, auditing my thoughts and fleeing from negativity and, and just only allowing positive influences in my life, which they were the biggest. Um, from there, I started actually working with them in the life insurance industry, um, selling life insurance uh, policies and a lot of them. Uh, it was the perfect career for me to transition into because, as I said, my confidence is at an all-time low. The life insurance career that we have built uh, and system that we've built is very high or fast-paced and transactional. So I would put in effort, get a result put in more effort, get more results. And it just built my confidence level up to where I felt like I was unstoppable. Um, over that next three and a half years, I sold over 8,000 life insurance policies. Um, no experience in the insurance industry and really no particular skills, talents, or abilities that made me a perfect fit for it. I just implored just like literally in a disgusting amount of work. Mm -hmm. Um, 
16, 18, 20 hour days, um, over the course of uh, three and a half years, over 238 nights in a hotel for like three nights, uh, three years in a row. And what amassed over that period of time was, you know, that very next 12 months going from being flat broke. I had to borrow the money to get involved in the business to 12 months later, making over 300 grand. 12 wow. months later, over 450, 12 months later, over 650, and then becoming one of the owners of the company. Uh, and so, you know, in, at times I think it's felt like this last four and a half years has been like, you know, a blink of an eye. Um, at other times it seems like it's been, you know, decades. <laughs> um, but it's been the most powerful transformational, uh, period, uh, that I've ever gone through in my life. And I'm extremely grateful for those mentors, um, and I'm grateful for, uh, for that process. And I think when we say a no rain, no rainbow story, just hearing that story, I think defines it perfectly. Yeah. And there's a lot of things in there I'd love to kind of dive into, unpack, sure, and kind of like reversing back to the initial when you when you said that there was a switch, you started taking personal responsibility. And I know change doesn't always happen in an instant. A lot of people think, oh, it's, today I'm a different person. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes there has to be a progress in that mindset. Yeah, was it all at once for you, or was it a slowly like a realization over time. Um, you know, it wasn't all at once, but it wasn't that slow. I think uh, an interesting thing I've been talking a lot about patience is that it seems like the people that are the most patient, the things are happening the fastest to mm -hmm. it's like, well, that doesn't seem like a good use of it. Like they're, they're patient. So let's <laughs> allow them to use that patience. Um, but I think I got to this place in my life where, um, I was, okay with where I was at. Uh, okay. In that I felt like I was on an upward trajectory and that I was on the cusp of something great and knew that it would take time. Mm -hmm. And so because of the patience that I had during that time, things started to happen really quickly, but it didn't happen overnight. Yeah. Uh, certainly. And it, it happened through probably 20 years of a normal person's workload condensed into those four and a half years. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think a lot of it, the, the mental switch was this idea that, you know, I, I got myself into this, like, and I can control what happens from here. Like I can, I'm in control. Um, and when you really harness that power of, of understanding that you control ultimately your destiny, good or bad, uh, and taking full responsibility of whatever happens. I think that's when things really start to happen for you. When yeah. you know that, you know, Hey, this is, this is all me. Like I will make this happen good or bad. Um, that's when things start to, to, to happen in a big way. Yeah. Absolutely. Game changer. Cause yeah. it gives you the power. Well, it's, it's the lack of it is the biggest cancer in our society, the yeah. lack of personal responsibility. And if a lot of people would grasp that, that they're responsible, it kind of, a lot of people are afraid mm -hmm. to take that responsibility, but it also gives them that power. Yeah. If you take responsibility for all the bad in your life, you got to take responsibility for all the good too. Yeah. Knowing that you can control from this point forward, whether the rest is good or bad. Yeah. And I love what you said there about patience and how like, a lot of things are happening to the patient people. Mm -hmm. I think that patience is what allows somebody to stick with it. Yeah. I think instant gratification is a huge problem for this society. I mean, yep. there's people who won't even wait until the popcorn hits zero in the microwave <laughs> and they want to open it. Yeah. And I know it's something I've struggled with sure. for a while that, 
that just that wanting to get there so much, you kind of yep. forget to appreciate the journey. So patience is huge. Absolutely. When well, you're it's, turning things and it's around. one of those difficult things, you know, if you pray for patience, God doesn't give you patience. He gives you the opportunity to become patient, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which can be frustrating at times because you're sitting there like, I, I told you I, I need patience and you just put these obstacles in my way that are forcing me to have to use patience. Mm-hmm. It didn't enable me to become patient. It enabled me to become patient, right? Yeah. So it didn't enable me to be patient. It put a situation and environment to where I had to become patient. Yeah, no choice. Uh, and those are frustrating environments to be. Like that's a tough place to be. But patience is so important because the lack of it is where all the problems come from. Like the lack of patience is when you start making decisions that you shouldn't, that you start making, you know, riskier investments than you should. You start going all in on opportunities that you maybe shouldn't because you're trying to do stuff quickly. You're trying to have this overnight success. And, uh, I see so many, um, people go downhill Mm -hmm. just from a sheer lack of patience to wait on the right opportunity for when it presents itself. Yeah. And I think patience is, it requires confidence too. To yeah. say no yeah. to those opportunities that might mm-hmm. seem great and say, okay, no, what I'm working on, it's it's not bearing fruit right now, but I got to keep watering this tree because if I stop, that tree's going to die and I'm going to have to start over. Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk about when you mentioned the mentors that came into your life mm-hmm. and, and you mentioned how they saw in you what you might not have seen in yourself at that time. Mm-hmm. How did you connect with those mentors and, and what did that mean for your growth? It's as crazy as it sounds. It was a random Facebook message. <laughs> uh, one of the guys, uh, I was living in Ohio at the time, helping a friend launch a business and they were looking for a new insurance agent in the Ohio area. Had reached out to me. Um, I was in the process of trying to move back to Greenville, South Carolina. So it wasn't good timing. Um, but the guy that had reached out to me is Nathan Wells. Um, I had always known of him, but I didn't really know him. Uh, it was kind of one of those guys. If I saw him at a bar or restaurant, he had wave, but like we'd never actually communicated before we were Facebook friends for who knows what reason. You know, those people, you just, yeah, just become friends on Facebook. You don't even know how, um, but when I got back in town, I reached back out to him and said, Hey man, I'd love to just sit down with you for coffee and just figure out a little bit more about what you do. Uh, and at the time he was really telling me about their business and what they were doing and how it was growing, but wasn't really pitching me to come work with them. Um, and timing wasn't right in my life. I was, you know, working another job as well. Uh, a whole year went by and I had a friend that was getting out of the uh, Navy. He was a Navy SEAL, and he was going to be moving back to the area. And the career opportunity that Nathan had told me about, I thought was perfect for him. And so when I met a year later with Nathan for the second time, um, that's when really things in their business had just taken off. Like they had completely refined their systems, and they were just crushing it. So as he's explaining it now, I'm like, well, crap, this sounds good for me. I'm trying to get a job for my friend, but I kind of want this job for myself. <laughs> And so in the beginning, the, my friend and I were going to go on in on it together. Uh, didn't end up working out for him. He had a new wife with a new baby and they were new to town and, um, he was going to have to travel, uh, which we knew for the job. And so she didn't want him doing that. And so I went all in on it. Um, and that's what really opened up the door to meeting Joseph Caldwell. Uh, you know, and these people are like brothers to me now, family to me, but it was literally a random, I've still got it screenshotted, a random message like, Hey man, I saw you in Ohio. We're looking for someone out there. Yeah. Um, and then just just slowly uh, turned into a friendship and now really like a you know family type deal. That's awesome. Yeah. And what did that do for for your growth? Would you say? Well, it was, you know, through osmosis, like I, I was able to be around them uh, f- for a, you know, a, 
a lot. I work in the office here on Fridays. I travel Monday through Thursday. I come in. I'd be hanging around these guys that were doing extremely well, that were on their own growth trajectory, um, that were reading books and listening to podcasts, and was able to kind of feed off of that uh, from them. And they had had their own struggles in their lives, so I, I got to hear these stories of where they were at one time, and and now to see what they were doing uh, was inspirational to me. Um, and it kind of gave me that you know, hey, if they could do it, I could do it. Um, and then you know they just kept feeding me you know these affirmations and making me feel like I was the king of the world mm-hmm. um but also they were they gave me some tough love at times too and uh so it really was like a like a big brother type uh environment yeah. uh, that that I felt like I was in uh, but it's exactly what I needed uh to grow in my life because it was that it was that like nurturing, like, Hey, like we're going to pour into you. But it was also that tough love of like holding me accountable mm-hmm. and holding me to the things that I said I was going to do. And, uh, so it was really a, an ideal dynamic. I think that's so huge. What you said about them sharing the stories and yeah. things like that. Cause I feel like a lot of times we look at these people on TV, business owners, successful entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. or some of the elite in their sports. Yeah. And we look at them as something more than human, Mm -hmm. but hearing their personal stories. And part of the the point of no rain, no rainbows is kind of pulling that curtain back to share those stories, to let people know that the LeBron Jameses of the world, the Steph Curry's, uh, the Gary V's, these are normal people who just put extraordinary work and extraordinary focus into an Avenue. And you see this as something that's unattainable. Mm-hmm. But it kind of bridges that gap on just how attainable it actually is. Yeah, it's it's my favorite. Literally, you just said my favorite word in the human dictionary. It's the human dictionary <laughs> or the English dictionary. One <laughs> I guess there may be a human dictionary somewhere. Uh, but extraordinary, it's my favorite word. Because mm-hmm. if you break it down into into the two root words, you got ordinary, which is just like simple, regular, mm-hmm. you know, ordinary. Um, and then you've got the extra. And so if you think about the simple, like there's nothing really that fantastic and incredibly unique about me. I just do the extra. And to me, the extra is the work. And so it's the ultimate encouragement to anyone that's listening to this podcast to know that like, they don't have to be freaking Elon Musk or Steve jobs. Like they don't have to invent these incredible things and do things that have never been done before. They just have to be willing to put in the extra uh, and put in more work than everybody else, put in more work than they've ever put in before. Um, and more of the ordinary, simple routine, regular work, just more of it. Yeah. Uh, and it'll get them to an extraordinary place. And that to me, that was the ultimate encouragement. And that's, that's the one thing I'll be honest. Whenever I see you and what you're doing, I'll, I'll look at Jess and be like, baby, I got to do more. Just seeing everything you put in <laughs> yeah. and you mentioned you went all in and working 18 hour days, mm-hmm. uh, that might scare a lot of folks. Where would you say your work ethic came and how can somebody kind of replicate that? How can somebody get to that level of not just putting in 18 hour days, but that level of effectiveness and, sure. progr- and progress? I mean, I think the worth work ethic came from two places. The first place it came from was my dad. My dad's an insanely hard worker insanely hard. Um, I mean, I've, I've watched my entire life, him just outwork everyone, um, including my, including me <laughs> as a kid growing up. Um, but the second is it came out of necessity. Like I had to, it had to work. Like I was at a position I'd just gotten remarried and like, 
I had, I was in a bad financial spot. Like I had to make it work Mm -hmm. and it's magical. What happens when you don't have any options? I always talk about this idea of a tightrope walker. If somebody were to walk in the room while we're recording here and just like, Hey, there's this dude tightrope walking out there. He's got this big net and he's up there. And I'm like, Oh, he's got a net. That's kind of, that's kind of cool. (laughs) But someone ran in here and they're like, Hey, there's this dude tightrope walking from here to, you know, the shopping center over here with no net. I'm like running outside to go check it out. Because there's no safety. Like, like if he falls, it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, like I had no backup plan. I had no contingency plan. Um, it, it had to work. Yeah. And when you're up against a wall like that, you know, it can go one or two ways. But for me, it was an extremely big motivator yeah. uh, and, and precursor for the success that came along the way. So just one parachute, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I don't even know if I had a parachute. It was just like one place to land, and yeah. one soft spot to land on. And I had to get there. Yeah. Well, now you have two feet on the ground and, and you're kind of looking up at all your accomplishments. What would you say are some of the biggest successes that you've enjoyed recently? Um, you know, we've sold a lot of life insurance, but, you know, to me, that was just kind of a, a means to an end. Um, you know, what I started doing two years ago and documenting my life on social media is, is what I'm most proud of. Um, and, and trying to really show people what it looks like to be successful and give them the actual truth, like show them the authentic, transparent, real version of what they're not getting everywhere else on social media. Not this, you know, 60 days to six figures and six months to whatever. And uh, all these programs and masterminds and books that people want to show you how easy it is to become successful. I wanted to show people the real story. Um, and that's what I'm most proud of is, is the documentation that we've of really put together over this last two years of what it looks like, um, to go out there and, and work crazy hours and, um, and really to invest in people and to give without any expectation of, of return. And, and the fact that we've done so without monetizing a thing that we've never asked anybody for anything. And we've put out, um, over 5,000 pieces of content in two years, uh, individual pieces of content in two years without ever asking even for an email from yeah. anybody, uh, which I've been getting really, <laughs> really, uh, talked down uh, lately about, but, uh, uh, but yeah, it was just, you know, my way of paying it forward. Like those mentors came into my life at that extremely fragile, fragile time. And it changed everything. Mm-hmm. If I can be that little spark for someone to a degree, a small degree of what those guys were for me, um, I feel like it's my responsibility. Yeah. And that's, that's wonderful kind of paying it forward and yeah. bridging that gap for anybody that's scrolling through Instagram. I mean, that's how, yeah. how we connected. Yeah. I was, I, I think I saw downtown Greenville in the background and I was like, <laughs> Oh snap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was just a shout like, Hey man, keep, mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing. And, yeah. uh, and then here we are. So yep. I, I appreciate you, not just your transparency, but really your openness Sure. to actually, you know, you message a lot of people on Instagram and yep. Nine out of 10 times, they don't respond or they don't get back. And it's just that curtain. So I appreciate you kind of reaching out to the other end. What's next for Tyler Harris? What are the the sunshines that you're chasing now? You know, I have no idea. I think that's the best way I can answer that because it's the truth. Um, You know, things are are happening so fast. We're trying to do so much Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, I don't know what this is going to turn into ultimately. Um, we, we had this idea of scaling impact 
two things, scaling impact and condensing timelines. So scaling impact, like that's our ROI is impact. Uh, again, not monetizing the stuff we're doing on social media. It's the messages that we get. It's the comments of people that are legitimately taking the content and over periods of time having their lives changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to scale that. We want to have more of that happen. Like those are the things that we celebrate around here, around our office is like, Hey, check out this message I got from this guy that, you know, started following six months ago and this and this and this has happened. Uh, and then condensing timelines is all about becoming, you know, more efficient, building these infrastructures around myself so that I can do what I'm born to do and do it more and more and more every single day and condense what would take a normal person a decade into three or four years, mm-hmm. what would take three or four years into a year and would take normal person a year condensed down into two, three months just by putting in more work and being more efficient in the work that we're putting in. Um, and so with that, you know, who knows what's going to ultimately result. Um, well, there's a number of things that we have. We just launched a new insurance agency, which we're excited about. We just launched a nonprofit, which just got the full 501c3 uh, designation, which took 18 months going back and forth with attorneys to get. So a lot of different things that we're in the process of launching. Um, but again, all of that is to, you know, to the end of, you know, scaling that impact. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll, they'll all come with their own challenges for sure. Yeah. And after Absolutely. you accomplish those, it's on to the next one, right? Yeah, for sure. And I love that answer too, because I think a lot of people are in that space is mm-hmm. in terms of like, we don't know what's next. And yeah. I think the biggest thing anyone listening to this podcast, maybe watching on YouTube might take away from it is you don't have to know what's next. You just have to be willing to put in that work. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the points you made throughout the the episode, which I love, I love the patience aspect because someone needs to stick with something long enough to actually see if it works. And also the mentors, bridging the gap and seeing these people on extraordinary levels, sharing their ordinary stories that can help anybody move forward. If you're kind of in a spot, if you're listening and you're, you're in your rain, you're in your storm, just know that your sunshine and your rainbow is on the other side of that storm, but it's going to take some work to get out of that storm. Tyler, I I appreciate the time. I appreciate the story. Um, If you could just, Share with our listeners one tip or or one thing that you did that helped you get out of the storm. What do you think that would be? You know, I think everyone's either headed towards one, coming out of one, or they're in it. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. Um, But secondly, to understand that there is a blessing, there is a rainbow on the other side of it. But until you become the person that can receive it, it'll never come. And so that's part of what the storm is there for. The storm is there to forge that person who can receive the blessing that's on the other side of it. And that that's why the rain is necessary. Like that's why the storm is necessary. Um, so the no rain, no rain is, I love that because I always talk about the purpose and the pain. There's a reason for the struggle and yeah, it's usually in hindsight mm-hmm. and yeah, it sucks to the person listening to this. That's in the middle of it. Cause they're like, screw you. You don't understand what I'm going through, but I do understand. And if you can just know that when you're in that moment, that whether it's a month from now, a year from now, 10 years from now, there's going to be this aha moment. Where you're like, Oh, now I know why I went through that. Like it all makes sense now. That's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that I had to go through that to become the person that I am today to receive this that I'm now receiving. And so, um, you know, to me, I, I, you know, you don't look forward to storms, but when they come, you're like, man, and then, and the worst they are, you're like, man, something, something Mm -hmm. big is, is on the horizon and just focus on who you have to become, 
who you have to become, not what you have to do, not what you have to have, not what you have to get. It's who do I have to become in this phase of life to get what's on the other side. Yeah. It's kind of like that that quote where it's, I ask God why he's putting me through troubled waters. Mm-hmm. It's because your enemies can't yes. swim. Your enemies can't swim. God, I love it. I believe you posted that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Tyler, thanks yes, so much. absolutely. Guys, if you made it to the end, so glad that you've uh, gotten a lot of value from this episode. Please, as always, comment. Give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. We always love to get better. And as we always say at the end, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain. But you can't get the pleasure without a little pain. Let's grow. Man, I haven't heard that ending yet. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>